Welcome to the Chickasha Chamber Chatter Podcast, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of small businesses right here in Chickasha, Oklahoma. And now, here is your host, Whitney Palisano, Membership Director of the Chickasha Chamber. Everybody, I'd like to welcome you to our Chickasha Chamber Chatter Podcast, uh, Episode 5 for 2023. We are very excited to sit down with Mike Van Sickle and Zach McGill, who is our past chairman and our current vice chair of our chamber board and we're excited to talk to them about community involvement and volunteerism and why you should be involved in the Chickasha community. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mike and Zach. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having us in. Glad to do it. Ah, great, we're happy to have you. Um, so as we get started, could you each introduce yourselves and what you do here in Chickasha and maybe some of the groups that you're currently involved in? Uh, I'm Mike Vansicle. I work for First National Bank and Trust Company. I'm our chief experience officer and uh, that encompasses a whole bunch of different things depending on what you'd like to know about. Uh, part of uh, the YMCA uh, in, in our chamber and anything anyone else that needs, needs anything, I like to think I'm there. Yeah. Uh, Zach McGill, um, Vice President of Engineering for HSI Sensing Genesco Filter. So it basically just I uh, run the engineering teams and the technical aspects for both of our companies uh, here in Chickasha. So it keeps me busy in the day, a lot of fun. And then as far as community stuff, let's see, currently um, on the school board for, the, for our public schools, for Chickasha Public Schools, I'm on the CV Tech Foundation Board. Uh, YMCA and Chickasha Chamber of Commerce and assistant coach and lead mentor for the high school robotics team. Awesome. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us today um, and all that you do for our community. We're so excited to have you on the board, Mike, as our most recent chairman that has stepped down and then uh, Zach, you'll be taking place next year as our president. How do you feel that your background in your industries has influenced your approach to how you take on community involvement? I think what's important uh, in my role is, you know, I mean, a bank is a bank and everyone thinks money and loans and things like that. And those things are super important. Um, But really, that's just a building that I go to. You know, we're really in the service business. And, you know, what I get to do outside of the bank and, and serving the community is really what's most important not only to me, but to, to what we do at the, at the bank. Um, it's one of the reasons that I came to First National from what I was doing before is I wanted to be part of something that gives back to the community as much as I wanted to give. And so it was a, it was a good fit and uh, we got together and we've been doing this for quite a while now, so. Yeah, I think the community involvement piece is um, not as critical maybe or not geared as much from an industry specific as it comes down to individual's personality and gifts. Um, I think that's kind of how Mike feels about that, how you contribute. I do think it helps, depending on the size of a board, to have people represented from different industries because they, they're faced with different problems. Uh, they look Sometimes they look at things a different way, uh, but I think that's where also the individual piece comes in. And so engineers, I mean, we're big on problem solving, but I'm different than another engineer too. Some are way more analytical and data-driven. Some are a lot more people-driven, process-driven. I think it'd be the same in banking. So I think it helps, especially on like chamber EDC, some of these bigger boards that help move things forward to have multiple industries represented. So you get a good balance from the business side and get those aspects. But when it comes down to the 
the actual contributions. I think it comes down to an individual's gifts and how they're geared. Everybody has something to add because everyone thinks a little bit differently. Yep. Absolutely. It definitely takes all kinds of kinds to make the world go round. And you're exactly right. Here at the Chamber, if we're not getting a balanced group of input on what we want in our community, it's hard to move forward with that. And it really takes everybody's voice to do that. And we appreciate all that you both do. Um, and speaking up takes a, a special kind of leader to speak up and to lead in those areas. And so we're uh, grateful for your commitment in that area. Yeah, you know, kind of going further and expanding on what we were talking about before when it comes to being, you know, industry specific or even field specific and how that leverages into and makes an impact in community involvement. I think that our skill sets that we build up over time definitely help make an impact in the community because there'll be a specific project that's going to be finance driven and you're going to need not only you might need both Mike and I on it. You might need my brain on there from a certain process perspective even though there's not going to be any chemicals, electrical, mechanical things in it, sure. I might look at the overall process differently. But if it's a finance specific type of project, you're going to need his skill set and expertise that he's building, been building up for the last 20 years to help make that project go better. So I think that's where it plays to our actual technical fields can directly benefit when it comes to a community involvement and I think that also you have to look at the project and what's needed and say hey we're going to have to build this committee around what these project specific needs are but you don't put five experts on there with all one thing and for and then sometimes you got to be creative and say well this is a construction project it's got a big finance aspect so obviously you're going to have construction people you're going to have the finance, the banking industry, or you might want to grab somebody out of education or even even uh, commercial sales. Just just like, well, they're going to just think of stuff that no one else in there that's focused and zoomed in at the details, they're not even going to see this big stuff they're miss, missing. So sometimes you, like if you've got a color palette, you're all focused down in here with what you're trying to actually paint. You need some random colors on the opposite side of the wheel and to balance it out sometimes. Yeah, I think you're right, Zach. The, the committees that you and I have worked worked on and, and, and together in the past complement where we are going in the future you know as mm -hmm. you, you know you're highly analytical um, and I'm much more bigger picture in, in both in my industry with regards to the banking you know we have lots of rules and regulations and rate structures and everything that goes along with that and so I can I, I bring that to the table but I need your analytical sometimes if we're doing a big project we know we need the finance pieces, mm -hmm. but you're going to be bring something from from outside our industry that's going to bring value to the project and be able to help us guide the financing options that are available to us moving forward. So I think you're right. I mean, I think it's one of those things that it really isn't industry specific. However, it's both complementary to everyone's you know industries. Yeah. And I think is you know hopefully this podcast goes to people that are starting to be curious about getting involved in the community or they're able to listen to it and it gets them maybe thinking about or excited about getting involved. When you're new to the table, like you don't have to have expertise of whatever the subject matter is. If you have kind of a random thought, just start talking and voicing different stuff because it, it helps the conversation go in the right direction. And the more types of input you have, the better the end result, the end result becomes because it, it ends up being more balanced if it needs to be balanced. Sometimes actually the answers are very polar, but that's kind of rare. But you just start offering ideas because 
just because you're thinking of it, you also assume everybody's already thought of that. That's not always the case. So yeah, I think yeah. when you get a seat, join in. Yeah, when you get a seat a seat at the table, um, it's much more impactful not only to you as a person, but to our you know whatever you're working on, whatever project, whatever you know committee, whatever um, association you're with. You know, it's much more impactful if you're 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 giving into it, and you're gonna yeah. at the very end you're gonna get out of it what you put into it. You know, and I think that's from from what we've experienced in the chamber. I know that's that's probably my biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. You know, not just sitting and listening. Anybody can do that part, but the actual being able to talk to and speak to and ask questions. You know, everybody is is really there to help. And like I said, you know, a very wise man told me, you know, if you get a seat at the table, you're expected to. Right. To, to ask something. Yep. So, so you, you both have very active volunteerism within your role, your personal lives and mm-hmm. your jobs. You listed, both of you listed a long list of things that you do. What advice would you give to someone that has a very small list of activities that they're currently contributing to, but would like to benefit the community in ways, in similar ways that you have and, uh, and the longevity that you guys have? What, what was the starting point for you when it came to being a member of the community or the chamber and how you became um, influential in the places that you have? I think for me, you know, what started it is, is small. You know, I wanted to be able to make an impact, you know, but I didn't need to sign up for, for, for every committee that was available. I didn't right. need to be part of every organization. You know, it was much more beneficial for me from a career perspective and probably from an impact perspective as, as well is start small, give everything you have to that project. And as you become acclimated and, you know, and I don't want to say an expert in, in, in what you're working on, but acclimated to the field and it's going to broaden, it's going to open doors. It's going to broaden your horizon of what other opportunities are out there and then follow your heart, your passion. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely mirror what, what Mike's saying. I think for an entry point for me was Leadership Chickasha. Like, I think I was a year inside the first year, maybe it was just a little over a year of being in the community uh, when Ryan uh, at HSI, our CEO, uh, said, hey, it's Leadership Chickasha, Pro- Chickasha program. I want to put you in it. So I got in there and then saw, met met a bunch of people, networked, uh, and then got connected with what all is going on in the community. Just kind of opened your eyes up to what the opportunities are, and then it kind of snowballs from there. And so I think it's what, what Mike said, look, go and figure out what's going on, ask questions, ask the chamber, go talk to the school. Like there's a lot of people that you see involved in stuff. Uh, talk to them about what all is out there. Um, definitely, if you got an opportunity, come check out Leadership Chickasha because then you're going to see some of those things firsthand and figure out which one resonates, like Mike said, with where your passion or kind of your heart is. And just and start with one. Uh, the more people we have involved, the better it is because a lot of times what happens is you get involved, people see that you're involved, and they're like, oh, I saw that Cassie was at a meeting and she had really good ideas and we got this thing coming up. Let's ask her to, we have a board seat opening in six months. Let's ask Cassie to be on our board. And then Cassie, then Cassie's on two boards. And then somebody, they get linked up with somebody else and then there's a third invitation and a fourth. And a lot of times the people that are that are out front and trying to push want, want to help. And I have a lot of times, they have a hard time saying no. And then before long you're on five boards. And how effective you are, are you on five boards? 
not nearly as effective as, as if you're only on one or two key projects because you have more time to devote to that and more time to, like Mike talked about, to go a little bit deeper and to give more. And I think the overall outcome is better. So the more people we have just volunteering and getting to the table, the more it distributes that load out around between a larger number of people. And I think the greater the good that happens out of it. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the things that Cassie and myself have worked on here at the Chamber is that spirit of mentorship. Mm -hmm. We literally cannot do all the things. We have lots of ideas. We have lots of things going on here in Chickasha. I love, the, I love the way you said that. And we can't, we cannot do it our, all ourselves. Um, and so our young professionals group that we had started up, we, not that we passed the buck, but we got on we brought on additional people to help uh -huh. us with that endeavor we can't um, we can't succeed unless we have other people help us succeed and that in turn helps them succeed um, and I think that's one of the great things about leadership Chickasha and I'm so glad you brought that up because we'll do a shameless plug for our session that's yeah, coming up this for fall sure. um, you, you got to join get, you have to get join in the class Chickasha. <laughs> Um, that's where I started. I was in Leadership Chick Chain 2018, and that's how I came to be in the position that I am today. So I can't express how important that Leadership Chickasha component is to our community in building leaders and connecting leaders, because I think there's a lot of leaders that don't know how to connect or where to connect. Um, and you guys have been successful at connecting. Um, and so I love what you talk about. Just one, it just takes one board. A lot of times to get connected to several other yeah well, we're gonna take a quick break right now so we can hear a word from our sponsors but if we had a sponsor we could say that right now but we don't are you interested in being a sponsor of the chamber chatter podcast give me a shout and I'm happy to hook you up I really like the to play on the mentor kind of approach that you mentioned I've taken I'd like be interested to, to hear what Mike's tried over the years, but that's the approach I've kind of taken lately is actually had to whittle some things back, um, drop out of some commitments because the list got to like eight or nine. Mm -hmm. um, and when I did that, I was like, okay, all these boards need good people. So if I'm going to leave one, I try to recruit. I try Absolutely. to basically say, hey, I've got to let this go. I've got to step down. I still care about wherever I can help, but I'm going to backfill my position. Like I'm going to go recruit. I know what this board's about. Sure. Now I'm going to go recruit somebody that I already know kind of cares about that, um, would be interested, and then try to backfill so that you're leaving a commitment, but you're backfilling with someone that you've already kind of know or personally vetted a little bit. So it's not just then on the board to fill these open seats because they're scrambling and, and don't know people. And that way you're, you're also you know, giving someone else an opportunity to step up and, and spread it out. Yeah, I've, I've just been reading a book. It's called The One Thing, and, and it really speaks to what we're talking about. You really don't want to be, you know, a jack of all trades and master of none. And so, as I have started to leave, and, and, and again, Zach and I've gotten the opportunity to work on, on a lot mm -hmm. of different projects. And as I'm leaving a couple of the other organizations that I may be involved in, I have been actively recruiting, subtly, but still actively recruiting to put the right piece for my vacancy in there. Yeah. You know, and I think that's important. You know, I uh, will roll off of our executive board here um, in December. Oh, but I'm actively looking. I'm like, who can help make an impact? You know, to, to simple things of making sure people get paid. You know, and all of those kinds of things that are important. Uh, but I think it's 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 everyone's responsibility. Don't don't just be a name on a sheet. Don't be a ro on the roster. You know, it's be be engaging and, and have a voice and ask questions. 
And then once you're comfortable in within that particular board or responsibility that you've taken on, be thinking, okay, I'm going to be coming off this, be engaged. But what will need, you know, what what can somebody else bring to the table yeah. when it's time for me to be gone? And I think I hope that as people are listening to this podcast, are thinking, okay, they're they're talking a lot about helping, mentoring, filling spots. How do I how do I get to be one of the people that is on the list of people that they're wanting to add in? Um, I can't express enough how important networking and our chamber programs that we do here, showing up to a chamber connects or being an ambassador. We have several chair, past chairmen that got started with the chamber because they got started as an ambassador, or we filled several committees and boards with people that we met at Chamber Connects and our Women's Wednesday. Come, meet people, talk to people. It doesn't have to be a lot, um, but the more people know that you exist, Mm-hmm. the better chances you are of getting um, to be in the room where it happens, right? I can't express to you enough how much you need to jump on our calendar and get, come to these events where Zach and Mike and Cassie and Jim, that our staff and our fellow members and our board members um, are at and start making those connections because that's what makes our community great is building of those connections. So as we build these connections and work on these boards, what are the hopes and aspirations you have for our community as you guys continue in your respective committees? I think for me is, you know, I always want to have an impact on whatever I'm working on. You know, and if I get to a point where I'm not able to make an impact for whatever project we're working on, then it's time to bring in a new mind, somebody fresh. You know, not that, you know, not what I've, not that whatever I've given isn't enough or it has been poor, it's just, you know, we all come to the table with different backgrounds and experiences mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, just be okay with the piece that you're going to take it somewhere and then hand it off to somebody else that's going to continue to move it forward. So I think for me, you know, I think uh, for, for my goals and aspirations, I want to continue to move this forward. Um, you know, the commitment, the commitment that, that uh, the chamber makes to the city of Chickasha and, and frankly, really all of Grady County is, is really is a big thing right. and for me it, it's been very impactful for me the last five years I think that it's really catapulted us forward and we have a lot of really good things moving forward and I want to continue to help make that happen yeah I think obviously it's a chamber podcast and we're both currently on chamber board and had a lot of involvement there and we talked mentioned other boards you know I'm excited for people to just get involved anywhere I don't I don't know, and this may be something you could share, look into, Whitney, later, like a list of just the nonprofits that have boards. But I mean, obviously, we got Chamber, we got EDC, those are focused on community advancement, economic development. You've got multiple schools, right, that you can actually run for a public seat on. They also usually have foundation boards, both of them. CB Tech has one. Chickasha Public Schools has one. If you're into education, they've got that. The Head Start probably has a governing board. Grady Memorial Hospital has a governing uh, board. There's all the the 501c3s that are nonprofits, Life Skills Institute. My wife uh, works for ICANN, Women's Advocacy Group. They have a board, Altrusa. Like there's so many nonprofit boards that cover anything that you are could possibly be passionate about, animals to people, to land, and landscape and nature. So it's figure out where there's one and just start going to the meetings. That's a great way. I mean, even for like chamber, show up, you show up at the meetings, you see your face. I see your face a couple times at a meeting, but like, are they with leadership, Chickasha earning points or are they here? Like, are they just interested in what's going on? 
Yeah. And then you start talking to them and you figure out what business they're at and they, you say, hey, come to this networking event that Chamber's doing. Or they start talking about schools like, hey, this event's coming up at the school thing. You should go learn more about that. And you start seeing them more because just, just go to the meetings, call the people that are presidents, directors over those organizations, say, hey, where do you, what do you have coming up where I can come volunteer? Just show up at a random event and volunteer and you get to know the people, what they're really about. And then a spot opens up at the, on the board. It's, all, it's not maybe a shoe in, but it almost is. Like the people that end up on the board are the people that they think can contribute and that actually want to be and seem to want to be on the board. It's not hard to get on. It's not a, oh, you know what, Mike, we got an opening on the chamber. Who do you think is cool? You want to put one of our friends on there yeah. that we know? <laughs> yes, that's exactly like, right. No, it's like, who do we know that hasn't been on before or has been on, it's been rotated off, that cares about what the chamber does and is going to be actually able to show up to the meetings and offer input. That's the conversations. It's not like it's it's a click thing trying to keep your friends together. Like we don't need another chance to hang out. We need a chance to hang out that's not at a meeting. Yeah. Right. Not more at meeting hangout. So it's not really it's a club <laughs> thing and I know it can when you're new to a community or not maybe in some of those more visible boards like chamber EDC, the ones that are more public facing that do some of the bigger events might feel like you're an outsider. As an outsider, it feels like a club. And a lot of that is just the networking and showing up because that's how you get to know people and that's how you end up on one of the boards. I don't think it, it's kind of a Sure, um, a and we can, we can definitely add in our show notes a list of our nonprofits and our different organizations that are members here at the chamber and, and some different information about our committees that we have where you can get involved. Uh, jumping in can be really scary, yeah. especially if you're new to our community, you haven't done that before. Um, but one of the things I like to tell my kids all the time is the things that you're most afraid of are usually the most worthwhile. Uh -huh. um, so I'd encourage anyone that wants to, to jump outside that comfort zone. We're generally pretty nice around here uh, most of the time. No, all the time. We're really nice. And uh, we love to see new faces. We love to have new people joining our boards and being active in our communities. Um, there's always more seats at the table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially here in Chickasha um, at the chamber and our different activities that we have. So we'll do our best to get a, a fairly complete list in our show notes. And, um, and anybody that wants to send us more, we're always welcome to that as well. Just to touch briefly too on um, kind of talking about the way I kind of played it in my head was the why, the why of community involvement. Yeah. I think for me it becomes pretty simple and it's down to the, the base or what I feel is the base and the root of the word community itself. So you can live in a city, you can live in a town, and then you just, that's where your residence is. That's not the same as community, right? A community is a group of people that are, that want to be near each other. They have a common goal or a common theme. There's reasons that they're together or in the same area and they want to move things forward. They want stuff to be better because you care about the person next to you. You care about your neighbor. You care about what it's going to be in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years for your kid. And the involvement's all, I mean, we all are busy. No one has the extra time it takes to do the community involvement. But you do it because you want it to be better. You do it because you care about the community. It's not a spot on a board to put on some resume or a bio, like that's the that's the minimal or not even a concern. It's the fact that you want this place to be better. Like I was, I'm not from here, like I moved here, right? I'm a transplant, but it's an opportunity. If you get an opportunity, like Mike said at the table, if God's put you in a position that you can make a difference, 
then you make a difference because you want it to be better. You want everyone's life around you to be better. You want the future to be better. You want to see things change uh, and get better and create more opportunities because you care about other people. I think that's where it stems from because that's what community is rooted in. It's about me caring about the people that are around me and then that whole collective society or culture and, and small group of people, that tribe or that clan, like every everybody's stuff gets better because we all care about each other and we can choose some common goals and we can be interested in completely different things, but we can agree on the hometown football team or the fact that we want downtown to be better or the fact that we want Shannon Springs and the Festival of Light when it's that time of year to be nice for our family to come, our friends to come and people enjoy coming to our community. We're all gonna have different things. We're gonna have different political, religious views. We're gonna have different mindsets when it comes to economics. Um, raising our kids, but there's a lot of core things that we can all share, and that's where the community part plays in. And if and it's fine if you just want to live here and you stay in your house, and some people are happy doing that, and there's people that want to complain about everything and not get involved. I I 100% am for the people that will call out where the deficiencies are, but then what do you do after that? You got to go be willing to be part of helping make up a di make the difference between where it is and where it needs to go. It's not that we, the positive seeming people, I did my air quotes, you can't see it on, on, the, on the podcast, I did my air quotes though. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm a pretty positive person, it's not that I don't see the negative, because I don't focus on that. Let's talk about it, let's make a solution, and then let's get positive about fixing it, not just griping about the fact that it's negative and broken. Sure. Let's, let's own that and sometimes People think that doesn't happen. Well, if I'm not the negative voice or I don't call it out, no one's aware. A lot of times they're aware. They're focused on the positive, how we how we make it better. So it's totally fair to call out where the deficiencies are in your own life, with your friends that you're close enough to to have that, in your business, but in your community. But then get rallied around helping come up with a solution to, to make it fill the gap between where it is and deficient and where it needs to be. Chickasha is the town. It's the people within the town limits of Chickasha that make the community. Mm -hmm. The Chamber of Commerce is a building. It's the people inside the inside that building that makes Absolutely. the chamber. It's the you know it's the members. It's the it's the boards. It's the commitments that everybody puts forth. Um, you know, and, and you're right. Just because you get a seat at the table, and I did say you you're expected to speak up, but just don't be the the hater either. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're going to be if you if you've got something that needs impact and needs attention, fantastic. We're all for it. But let's come to the table understanding like let's work together for a solution. Right. It's, it's not Absolutely. it's not just you know here is something negative and you know now I've dumped it on you. It's off my table. <laughs> you know. I listened to a podcast and one of the things she said was is she always welcomed people to come into her office and to complain. But the question the only question she ever asked in response was is how can you help. Yeah. And that was always the, the base answer. Yes, your complaint, it's valid, it's good. How can you help? And I think that's one of the things that we do here at the Chamber so well is we're constantly problem solving and, and looking at our community and how we better that and how can we help. And we're looking for people that want to do the same and how they can help as well. I did want to touch on uh, something you said uh, previously, Zach, about your friendships and the circle. Um, and I think one of the things that people forget about when it comes to community involvement is how friendships are made in that area. Because mm -hmm. when you have people that have like goals, 
there there's generally a bond that is formed in that way so if you are new to the community and you don't have a lot of friends and you don't know where where to go these are the places these are the things find find organizations and things happening in our community that that you share an interest with because you may not be in that circle but you can and you can make really good like I've made so many friendships here at the chamber that I never would have made if it wasn't for the chamber or leadership chicoche right, or ambassadors good. and things like that um, so we're always looking for people that are wanting to to build not just their network air quote network yeah. <laughs> but personal friends as well it doesn't always have doesn't have to be a, a hard line between right. work and your personal life and I think that's one of the great things we've talked about here today so as we wrap up, um, can you tell us a little bit more about why why the chamber and what you what you hope to accomplish as you finish up or start your new terms? The chamber for me has always been the center of, of cities that I've I've gone to. You know, it's kind of you start off if, if you're a visitor to a city, you always go by the Chamber of Commerce to be able to get information to find to learn more. You know, and so for me, it was kind of a natural for me to, to get to town for my job and then to migrate over. I'm like, well, what does this really mean, you know, to the, the chamber? And then for me, it's just kind of really, I've been blessed. I mean, everything has really blossomed in the time that I've been in Chickasha. You know, everything that we have so much forward momentum and so many great things that are, are moving forward that uh, you know, the chamber is always where it should start. It's, you know, I'm a, a, a big proponent of being part of the chamber. It's, it, you know, it connects people, it connects businesses, it connects lives, frankly. And, uh, you know, as we move forward, uh, I'm excited about what's going on in downtown Chickasha. I'm excited about what's going on, you know, over on, uh, on Grand. I mean, we have so much positive momentum. I just want to be part of the uh, movement versus just riding the movement. So, you know, as, as we start to transition out, I just want to make sure that I'm part of what we're, we're doing moving forward. And if there's deficiencies I can't fill, to see if I can find somebody that can. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think the core folks of the chamber is obviously built around uh, its membership, its businesses, and promoting those and helping them find ways to promote themselves, generate more business, become healthier and stronger, and then welcome new businesses here, help them get up and going. And then all the people that get tied in underneath that. I think there's an underlying, obviously that core mission is businesses. And then there's the underlying current and flow that the chamber also does that's community focused. It is still about people and connecting people and making a difference in the community. Cause like you said, you go to town and if it's not a very big town, they got the one or two main banks, maybe a feed mill and then a chamber of commerce. Those are the main sponsors on the events that are big enough to go solicit all those sponsorships, right? Um, so it's still a really important piece of the community, almost like a school is, like it's one of the staples, especially when it's healthy like ours is, right? They're counting on us to make a difference. And so I think that's uh, where it plays, like continue to do everything we can for our members, welcome new people, help people show up they go to the chamber first what are the other businesses here where are properties maybe at we get to them link them with the edc that's really built to do that mm -hmm. right help Absolutely. new businesses find spots ramp up find programs um, help them fund fun things and get new employees and so that's where it starts and then where the interconnective can be the interconnected tissue between the city and the edc and the school system and the banks and the college and so and and then the other piece is we can't, we can't make the businesses better in a community if we don't make the community better. 
And that's something that we're doing very well locally is the way that the EDC and the city and the chamber and school and all and USAO, uh, everybody and all the other nonprofits are starting to work. We've been, not starting, for it's been five plus years of a concentrated effort to stay at the same table, to talk and try to pull in the same direction so that we can change the quality of life, so that more people want to live in Chickasha because everything just gets better when you make the whole community better. We enjoy it more, other people want to come here, and, and then it just continues to grow and you don't have to focus on just one area because you really can't fix one area and expect the whole equation to be solved. For, for things to go, all the areas have to be healthy. There's no way to, to leave one piece behind and grow. So could either of you share um, a memorable experience or a success story specifically about how the collaboration between the chamber and our community has been successful? I think the food truck championship, you know, is, is, is paramount. You know, how we had, you know, local ownership, you know, start the, the food truck mm -hmm. championship and they, you know, really helped it move forward and it really grew and it was getting, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger and then partnership up with the chamber and now we're able to you know not take it to another level but it allows for everyone's expertise to kick in you mm -hmm. know what I mean uh, it helps the chamber it you know helps the, the food truck championship uh, it's just a win-win deal that, that's my favorite favorite, favorite one. one yeah you know I mean I also love everything else that Chickasha does I also love the Christmas parade yeah you know I love festival of light of everything that's going on so I think definitely from a community impact it's not as business related where I say how many how many different people and outside our community are able to be touched by something the chamber does Mike hit it it's it's the events and making them happen sure. like the chamber's got to add the impetus they've got a lot of those have boards but the chamber's got to got to run behind that it's got to bolster all that and then directly involve with many of them to make those big events happen for all of our citizens and then for the communities around us and then the businesses that are involved so Think you definitely can't underplay that um, I think and I wasn't involved with that other than like hey it's a good idea and go for it but during COVID what the Chamber did to help promote all of our businesses and when things were shut down and it was trying to barely ramp back up you couldn't do certain things to find incentive programs to help get money to our local businesses when they were when it was a time where all businesses were uh, different types especially the direct consumer kind of customer facing ones were struggling and you guys did a phenomenal job with those incentive programs to help bolster and keep things moving forward um, so yeah I'm just looking and then stuff that's that's happened in the community filling filling the gaps I mean the city's strapped they're doing everything they can do with the finances that are coming in to take care of infrastructure and other things um, EDC is doing what it can do to bring in big businesses and, and help new small ones start up and other things and there's stuff that sometimes ends up between and the EDC and Park Chamber being able to partner and say okay hey we want new benches downtown when in this big city that typically falls on this party like it doesn't matter who it falls on no no single organization right now has the bandwidth or the lane or the finances to do everything that needs to be done there's stuff that's kind of falling in the middle that everybody agrees would just make things feel better and between Chamber and EDC and some other groups just saying like, okay, let's put bike racks and benches downtown. Let's let's paint the crosswalks. Let's add an event that we think would be fun for people. And the Chamber's been a part of that along with the EDC, like I mentioned, and, and really working together and saying, okay, we'll just have this subcommittee on the side. Let's just do some stuff that we all agree needs to be done because it wasn't being done. 
it wasn't getting done because the list is huge and there's bigger projects and everybody talk about stuff that would be good to do or need to do and it just wasn't happening. And then, yeah, just kind of got it rolling and said, okay, yeah. the little stuff falls and cracks. Let's just figure out a way. Let's work together. We'll just we'll figure out a way to make it happen. That's right. That's what we do here at the chamber. We figure it out. That's right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for your time today. I really enjoyed um, hearing your story and about how you guys have uh, found community involvement within your life and how you've made that beneficial not only to you personally, but to your businesses as well. Um, we will have some show notes today um, with some more suggestions on how people can become involved, just like you guys have. And, and we appreciate your time on the Chamber Board and all that you do for us here. Yeah, thanks for having thank us you. on. Yeah, yeah absolutely.